Come to the thrilling final episode of our radio drama. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Rotten Views Podcast. You already know that, though, because you are clicked over in this episode already, so therefore, you know it's already a new episode. So I don't know why I say that every time I'm doing the intro, but that's just what comes out of my mouth. I know it doesn't make sense, but uh, I hope you guys enjoy the new episode. Uh, tonight, we are talking about 28 Days Later, so we're going to pop right into the movie. So pretty much opens with a montage of various scenes of riots and pretty much like end the world chaos happening. Uh, these scenes are all being shown on various monitors in front of this chimp who's uh, chained and hooked up to this table. And he's like forced to watch the monitors. I don't really understand why. I know they're infected with rage. So I don't know if the videos are supposed to just help the rage uh, move on faster. But anyways, we got these like freedom force uh, thinking people, animal rights activists who break in and they're like, oh, you know what? We're going to free all these animals. Little do they know the animals are all infected with a test virus, which is rage. 
and so they're doing the test on the monkeys and shit to see how to fix it. I don't know why they would be, you know, infecting chimps with rage anyways, because uh, as far as I know, chimps are already assholes, so why should we make them even more assholes? But, you know, whatever. These uh, animal race activists, you know, they think they're doing the perfect thing, but uh, come find out. They're going to be the reason why all of humanity as we know it is fucked. Uh, then we have this one lonely scientist who's walking in. Uh, he's coming from his leg break. He's got, like, a cup of coffee. And then he sees the activist, you know, looking around at the cages. So he runs to try and call for security. One of the other guys um, grabs the phone and knocks it out of his hand or knocks it out the wall. And uh, he's trying to warn them. He's like, you know, don't free the chimps. They're infected with rage. It's very contagious. If they bite you or saliva or anything gets in you, you will be infected. And they're like, yeah, right. Sure, whatever you say. We're going to let the chip out anyways. And then the chimp freaking literally rips the one girl in pieces. Then she's infected. And then that just causes a chain reaction. Uh, what I do find, it's very interesting, though, to see how quickly the rage can take over the human body. It takes merely like a minute at most for your body to be completely overtaken by this rage and you can't do anything about it. Um, then we have 28, la 28 Days Later, the title of the movie. Um, it's actually our lead is waking up in the hospital with no idea what's happened. Uh, he's probably was in coma. He was uh, He's a bicycle courier and I believe he got hit by a car. So he must have been in a short coma of some sort. Uh, also, in a hospital, uh, I've never had to say overnight or in a hospital at all for any kind of work. Um, is it normal for them to just leave you butt naked in the bed? I'm just asking. Uh, it seems really odd, but he wakes up bare ass naked and no clothes whatsoever. Um, so then he finds some clothes and he also finds a Pepsi because, uh, you know, he's thirsty after being in that coma. Uh, he's searching around the hospital for any signs of life though. Uh, can't find anything. Uh, just, it's a, it's a bare wasteland and no one's around no bodies no nothing which that's the one thing i find odd because uh, he's also walking around the streets looking for any sign of anyone yelling screaming whatnot there's no bodies on the street at all um it's littered and destroyed but there is no bodies so i just I always thought that was kind of kind of different because usually in like a zombie post-apocalypse end of the world kind of thing you at least see a couple dead bodies on the ground somewhere somewhere you know um yeah, he sees nothing. Uh, he's walking through the streets. Um, the, the music is slowly playing in the back, as you know, just light. And then the tempo and the speed and the 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 bass of the music just starts slowly picking up and picking up to this conclusion where you know he's kind of coming to the dread realization of maybe I'm the only one alive here. Um, he decides to stumble into this church. Uh, he goes upstairs. Um, to like the balcony area he's looking down i don't know it doesn't make sense he walks up these stairs and the next thing we know he's on this balcony he's looking down at the uh, benches and it's just littered with bodies lots and lots of bodies uh, he decides to make the uh, idea of saying hello and uh yeah that was stupid because two of the bodies shoot up and then we hear this like pounding and fast feet moving and it's the preacher coming up the stairs and he's pounding on the door that I'm assuming he just came through and then we see the preacher just twitching and not talking at all 
because uh, once you get infected with the rage, you can't say a damn word. You just kind of make moans and groans and act like a zombie. So, and then uh, it comes right out. The preacher comes right out of main character, and all he has uh, in him is uh, his bag that he got a bunch of cans of Coke or Pepsi or whatever drinks, and he wails the preacher, and he's like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. That was a bad idea. I shouldn't have done that. Well, guess what? You should have, because if you didn't, you'd be dead and the movie would be over already. So, uh, glad you did it. And then uh, he's running out of the, the church, and it's nighttime now, or it's becoming nighttime, and we run into these other two survivors who decide, you know, we're going to we're gonna rescue this guy. We got our Molotovs ready, and they just start, you know, setting all the... Uh, infected on fire and uh, while this whole thing is happening they run into this it might be a convenience store but it's like this little convenience store and they pull down the security gate for it but in the midst of that um, the gas station also blows up because while they're throwing these Molotovs they're hitting the gas station as well and the zombies are on fire and everything just goes kabooey and I don't know it's 20 days later is a very interesting movie they are zombies, but they're not the typical zombies. They're infected, like a rage infection. So I don't know if you want to call them zombies or not. It's the age-old question, are they zombies or not? And I'll let you guys decide that for yourself. They have the characteristics of zombies, but the virus is definitely something different. But yeah, they're locked into this little convenience store. And uh, the other male introduces himself with this bad giraffe joke, something along the lines of, there's a draft in a bar or this guy brings a draft in the bar then the draft falls over and the bar he goes to leave the bar and the bartender's like you can't leave your what lying there or draft lying there or leave it lying there and the guy's like that's not a lion it's a draft stupidest fucking joke ever really lame really lame um but then we had the actual introduction of the character's name we have jim who is aka hospital guy we'll say we have mark who's aka bad joke guy and then we have selena who is the original michonne i will say from the walking dead because she's that black lead character who's a badass uh unlike having samurai swords she has a machete so there's a there's a strong tie there uh then selena decides to give jim a rundown on what's happened and he doesn't really believe her or believe them at all and uh then we find out that Jim is also the first person they've seen alive in the last six days. Um, Jim being the good kid that he is, he's like, all I want to do is go see, see my parents to check on them, make sure they're okay. And Mark's like, you don't want to, they're dead. So why, why would we bother? But anyways, the next day the group sets out to go uh, to Jim's parents' house to check on them. Um, they finally get to Jim's house and he he's going through the house. He doesn't see anything at all. And then he decides to rush upstairs and he finds his parents... Um, together in bed, um, dead. At least I don't think they're infected. I think they just died of old age um, or starvation. One of the two. Um, but the uh, party decides it's too late to uh, make it make it their way back out of Jim's parents' house. So they decide to stay there for the night. Um, Jim decides uh, he's going to watch some home videos while having the candles lit, which is probably not a good idea because that catches the eye of one of the infected. And it breaks right through the window and attacks Jim. Uh, come find out that in fact it was one of Jim's neighbors, uh, about four blocks down the down the down the street. Um, he's all confused by it, but he's like, "Yeah, you know what? That's infected for you. Uh, they're infected with rage. They don't know what they're doing." 
but yeah also after that whole incident happens because that one jumps in and another one comes in through like a skylight i think and attacks mark um and then they they get all sorted out they kill the infected and then also Liam wants to know is jim was bitten or if he got any saliva on him or anything um he didn't so he's all good but we come to find out that Mark was bitten, and Selena's like, oh, I ain't having any of that. So she just literally wails her machete right into him, and she kills him. No thoughts given, just he, he's dead. And while they're walking at night, because the number one rule is you don't walk at night because it's easier to walk at daytime. That way you can see what's coming at you. But Selena's like, well, we can't stay here because more infected are going to come. I don't know how. I don't know if they got some kind of like sensor or what they have. But yeah, apparently they can't stay there at night, seeing that they've already had infected in. Um, but anyways, while they're walking, they see this big uh, apartment complex, which actually one one window in the apartment complex has a flashing light. Um, so they're like, all right, maybe it's our survivors, so we're going to go check that out. And of course, end of the world, elevator's not working, so you got to use the stairs. Uh, but Jim's getting winded as he climbs up the stairs. I think they're about probably maybe halfway. Uh, that's when they start f um, hearing Affected coming into the building. And Selena's like, all right, well, we're going to take off. She starts running upstairs, and Jim's trying to fall behind, and he's, like, scared scared shitless. He's like, you know, you got to wait, wait up for me. Just, you know, please, please wait up. Uh, when they make it to the top, they are treated by a man but in, like, full SWAT gear. He's got the SWAT shield, like a cheap-looking SWAT shield. He's got the mask, mask on, the whole clothing, the whole nine yards. Uh, he sends him down the hallway where his daughter is guarding a door to their apartment, but she doesn't want to let uh, Jim and Selena in until she knows her father's okay. And uh, then it's an argument between that whole thing because Selena wants in, and she's like, well, where's my dad? You could just say Selena that he's just down, down the hallway to the point where the dad, you know, he's fighting off these infected that kid in. And then the dad's just like, you know, let them in. It's fine. We're all good. Uh, we couldn't find out the daughter's name is Hannah and the dad's name is Frank. Um, and for whatever reason, Jim, it's the end of the world. He's in a stranger's apartment. He's like, you know what? I'm going to go to the washroom and I'm going to give myself a clean shaven face. I don't know why. I guess that was just some filler. Uh, there's no point to that. It's the end of the world. The infected don't care what, the, what you look like when they're eating your face. I don't, I don't think there was a point to that. Anyways, the next day, uh, Frank and Jim go up to the roof to check the water trap buckets that they have, uh, or that Frank already has set up. Uh, but, you know, bad news, they're not catching any water because it hasn't rained at all. Uh, they're in Britain, England, maybe somewhere, I don't know, somewhere over across the pond. And for a reason, it's, it's the one time it's not raining at all. So they're having no luck getting fresh water. Um, then Frank shows him some info that he has, uh, he's got this like wind up radio that he's picked up this radio signal that keeps repeating itself over and over. Um, it gives him coordinates, coordinates to a safe zone held by the military. And, um, then they have a little conversation between each other. Um, Selena being the very stubborn solo person, she's like, well, you guys need us more than we need you. You're just going to hold us back kind of thing. And then Hannah speaks up and like, well, no, you need us just as much as we need you. And Selena's like, how so? 
next we cut to a taxi coming out of the ground parking lot of the apartment building. Uh, apparently Frank was a taxi driver or he stole the taxi. Who knows? It doesn't really matter either way. Um, so they had the driver. And then there's this path they have to come to. They either have to go up where it's bright and now the open is going to take them longer. Or they go underneath this underground tunnel that's dark and God knows what's in there. Um, Jim doesn't want to do that, but Frank's like, you know what? We're just going to gun it through there anyways. Uh, to the point where he literally has to gun the taxi over what might be the scrap and broken cars and debris. Uh, upon going over top of that, though, on the other side when he's landing it, he actually blows the f like front right tire. And then, so of course, in this dark tunnel, they have to get out of the car and switch the tire. That's not a fun event, especially in a post-apocalyptic, you know, event uh, where it's end of times. But, anyways, the, uh, Hannah gets up the jack and starts jacking up the car, or gets the jack in the right position at least. And then we hear the sound coming, and it's actually a horde of rats. Uh, the only thing, though, is the rats are running away from a giant horde of zombies. So, that's that's not good. So, we uh, see their pit screw... Pit crew uh, speed on on point right here uh, because Jim and Frank are holding up the front of the car a bit wh while Hannah takes off the old tire and puts on the new tire uh, they get the tire on just in time though because as soon as they get back in the car the zombies start you know swarming the back window and they drive off and then they stop at grocery store and then we just see a various montage of them grabbing various foods um, they really know how to pack the food because they both come at all of them come out with their own shopping cart and it all fix into like the top roof rack and the trunk of this taxi cab. Um, and then a little ways down the road, they're stopping at a diner. Um, it's like a diner mixed with gas station. There's a, a gas truck outside the, the lot and they're using that to siphon gas out for the car. And Jim gets a little bored, so he decides to venture into the diner and um, he just sees a couple of dead bodies on the floor. Uh, next thing you know, he didn't learn his lesson from the church because he's like, hello. And that's when a zombie boy jumps out and starts attacking him. Uh, and then he has to take his baseball bat and just wheel the crap out of the kid. Uh, you should learn your lesson. You know, it's end of the times. Stop saying hello. Just just stop it. Just don't do it anymore. And then, uh, so they finally get, get the gas and get loaded back up. They venture out to this random spot in the middle of nowhere. Um, it's a very nice green luscious spot. There's some horses running by, you know, broken down stone building. I guess they thought this was the perfect spot to set up camp for the night because it's going to be the most excluded area from the zombies, which is roughly so, I guess, you know, it's uh, better than nothing, but I would still sleep in the car over sleeping outside in the end of times. Uh, you're not going to catch me sleeping outside on the grass in a sleeping bag when there's you know rage induced zombie monsters running around that just seems like a stupid idea um, but yeah Jim has a, some bad dreams while falling asleep and uh, he wakes up to a nightmare uh, I think he feels like everyone's gone and then next thing you know he actually does wake up to the sound of the car horn going off because while everyone's you know packing up the car and getting ready to leave he's still fast asleep like a little baby and, you know, that means he's not pulling his weight because he did not help to clean up anything. Then we have them come up to the 42nd um, Brigade. That's where the radio had mentioned the, for them to go. Uh, but it's completely empty. There's no one in sight at all. 
Um, no body. Well, there's a couple bodies uh, because that will set up something later on. But yeah, th there's no sign of safety or survivors or anything. Um, Frank's not not too happy about that. He's he's not accepting the thought that the army's gone and abandoned the post. Um, so he's walking around all pissed off, searching for anything, any sign of clues or whatever. And he sits down at this. I don't know if it's a bench or not, or he's kind of just, he's defeated with himself. And uh, up above him, there's this curl feeding on a dead body. And it keeps, you know, calling, and he gets all pissed off, so he goes over to, like, kick the post. And as he's looking up, blood falls down and gets him right in the eye. Yeah, well, that was then we see a Frank, because Frank starts getting, you know, turning into a rage-infested monster. Uh, he's pushing his daughter back, telling her to stay away. And that's when Selena and Jim run over. And Selena's like, you got to kill him. He's infected. And Jim's kind of nervous. Because he doesn't really... He's not really the murdering type person. Um, but yeah, he goes over to kill Frank. But this time, uh, Frank just literally drops. Because he's getting filled with bullets from the army. Because they were actually hiding in the trees for whatever reason. out in, Like out in the grass and just outside the base. I don't know if they were watching it for a certain reason. Or if they were coming back to check on it. But... Yeah, if they would have showed their faces a little bit sooner, Frank would have still been alive because he wouldn't have been pissed off and randomly kicking a post. Um, then we have the soldiers taking our trio of Hannah, Jim, and Selena back to where they're setting up base now. And they just look defeated, completely and utterly defeated because, of course, they did just lose you know one of their members and Hannah, of course, being affected most by it. She did just lose her father. Um, but yeah, they're at the base now, and we meet Major Dickhead. I mean, Her Henry West. This is where the movie kind of takes a an F kind of point of view for me. I've, I've never really been a fan of the ending. It, it does ramp up after a little while, but I just find meeting the soldiers and stuff, that's not really my cup of tea. I don't really give a shit. Um, but yeah, he meets them, and then Jim and Wes take a walk around the base, uh, sh showing them the various traps and whatnot they have set up, because in the one-yard area, they got landmines set up for when the, the infected do run through it. They set off the landmine. You know, it's going to blow them up and any other infected around them up. And then they got, like, sentry tor turret guns all set up around the house. Um you know barbed wire fencing and all that kind of stuff so they are ready for attack if it does happen and then they walk him then uh west walks jim into this one area i don't know if it's like in the middle of the house that might be like a courtyard laundry area like they hang up your clothes but they have this other soldier inside there which is i think his name is mallard i could be wrong um but yeah he's an infected army guy and they're they got him chained up of course and they're keeping him around to try and learn from him. But really, all they want to learn is how long it takes the infected to die of starvation. That's literally the only test they're waiting to find the answer to. And then we have them all sitting around the dinner table. We see a shot outside of the uh, like the legs of an infected starting to run towards the base. Uh, and then it's pretty much easy practice for the soldiers. Because literally all these infected seem to run from the one direction. So they can pretty much just pick them off easily. Um, and then the alarms go off and everyone has to run outside because they're worried uh, about, you know, the size of the, the horde coming at them. Um, they handle it. No problem though. Um, 
Selena's also a little bit stressed out, so she grabs her machete, and she's literally staring at the front door because you know she's been the type of person to have to survive on her own and not rely on anyone else. So I can understand where her point of view is coming. She wants to be ready just in case, because she doesn't know what these army guys can do at all. Um, but yeah, this um, cocky British—he looks like a, a discount Marky Mark. Uh, comes in and he sees her holding the knife. He's like, he's just, you know, the sexist thing, you know, you don't need that knife or I'll show you what a real knife looks like. Uh, he's, he's just a straight up asshole. So when he dies, I, I feel okay about it. I could care less about how he dies. And he dies pretty gruesomely. I will say that too because he's the guy that Jim later on in the movie, I'm going to just jump ahead because I can. Uh, Jim literally um, takes both of his thumbs and inserts him into his eye socket until he dies right yeah. like i said got a little got a little ahead of my time there um but yeah jim is not happy with how the guy is treating selena when he comes back in from you know killing the zombies so jim tries to you know tell him to back off and there's a little fight that ensues and then uh west needs to, has to break it up and we see some turmoil between the ranks of the the army their stuff is getting to them and uh so west and jim go to talk inside the office have a drink and stuff and kind of find out that west has promised his men some girls to keep them sane and then we have the plan west's plan is to pretty much keep hannah and selena as the boys sex toys and just let them do whatever they want to them to keep them sane and keep them strong and determined. Uh, Jim's not happy with that, so he runs to uh, Selena and Hannah to try and get them, you know, get them together and escape. Uh, as he's running out, though, with them, he gets a, the end of a gun right in the face and gets knocked out. Uh, then he, you know, he's slowly coming to, and Wes is like, you know, you can join us or you can't, you, you know, make your choice, either join us or don't, you know. This is your only one chance, and clearly Jim says no because next time we see him, he's locked in this room with another defining or officer that doesn't want to do the work that is set in front of him. Um, and then the next thing we know, they're getting taken out to this area in the woods where all the other bodies are. So I'm not sure if it's zombies that are getting picked off in the yard if that's where they're just dropping them or if it's other survivors that have come in and they're getting killed by the guys i don't know which one it is but uh yeah we had the this nervous officer and the, the cocky one who are taking them out there to execute them essentially and then the there's a little argument between because the cocky one just wants to stab them and the other one just wants to shoot them and get it done and over quickly um so there's a little argument there because when he's going to stab him, uh, the other officer just shoots him and drops the uh, the officer that's not listening that was stuck in the room. I wish I knew his name. This is not going to make sense at all now that I'm thinking about it. But yeah, this is one officer that's just you know defying the ranks and doesn't want to do what Wes wants him to do. And he's the one that gets um, shot by the scaredy cat officer. He's actually the... Uh, the lead chef who doesn't know how to cook because he was cooking like bad eggs in his omelet. Um, but yeah, as he, he shoots the other officer, uh, the cocky one gets pissed off at him and that allows Jim to escape. What he does though, he just jumps into the pile of bodies and they run off because they're not looking. So they don't really see where its direction he goes. 
Anyways, after they run off, Jim then jumps over the fence and just lies on the ground. As he's lying on the ground looking up, though, he sees a plane going overhead, which gives him some hope of survival. Um, we then see the soldiers are trying to make Selena and Hannah undress into something a little bit nicer. Uh, Selena convinces the one soldier to leave the room so they can get changed, and that way they can get in the right mindset. Uh, as this happens, uh, Selena does you know convince them to leave but then selena grabs a bunch of meds and tells hannah to take them all and hannah's like are you trying to kill me like are you trying to kill me right now and hannah's like no no i'm just i'm just making you forget or not care and then the one the officer comes in and sees what she's doing and puts her in like this rear naked chokehold but that same time the alarm starts going off uh it's jim at the the brigade base um the, like the robotic area sounding off the alarm and that you know that makes uh wes and one of his other buddies go check it out because you know it's going to draw attention to them uh, because the infector are going to hear it and they're going to come towards that sound um this is when then jim becomes like rambo he he stops being scared and literally he picks off the one guy and then like kills him takes his gun and then puts his body back into the truck that they drove down in and he sets it up, sets it up as a trap. And um, for a reason, these army guys don't care about wasting ammo, because they're literally they're at the brigade just shooting everything, like shooting the tents. I get he might be hiding in the tents, but that's gonna attract attention as well. You're just literally wasting clips of ammo into tents and other various things. You don't even know if he's in there. You're just you're just shooting for the sake of shooting. So that makes no sense whatsoever. But you know, I guess you're gonna do whatever you wanna do. I guess. But yeah, then uh, Wes is walking up to the truck and he sees his, his uh, fellow army army buddy and sitting in the truck and he's wondering why he's not answering. Goes over and checks him out. Come find out he's dead. So he takes his body out of the truck. Gets in the truck itself to try and start it, but the truck's dead because Jim cut the wires. And while he's sitting in the truck, infected start coming out, th out of the trees. Um, but Wes get, escapes. He shoots one through the front window and then takes off through the woods as well on his own uh we then see jim is back at the base uh, as he shoots the chain of the infected zombie and lets the zombie pretty much run through the house that's why i think he's chained in like an area that's in the middle of the the compound because he gets through the house like no problem well actually he comes up to a window um because hannah and selena are in this one room with the soldiers and the infected army guy just literally jumps through the the glass and then he starts infecting the other soldiers and of course it keeps going and going and going um we have hannah and selena are running into safety um and hannah is completely stoned out of her mind she's ready to die if she needs to she she doesn't care she has no idea what's even going on around her that's how stoned she is um and then we have the chef who runs into this hiding spot in the kitchen um he's hiding underneath this counter in the cupboards and the zombies run by so he tries to escape as he's trying to escape through the front door he literally runs right into jim and who's holding a knife and literally just picture perfect just jim's just standing there with the knife out and the chef runs right into it uh, then we have a scene of hannah she's hiding upstairs in a room and she's actually it must be their old room because they're inside the room is a picture of her and her dad so she's kind of just looking at that but she hears an infected coming up the stairs as well 
and this room has this giant corner mirror that's a big full body mirror that has like the whole stand and everything um, so she decides to hide behind that and the effect it comes in the room and I, it, you can tell he knows that there was someone in there but he's looking around doesn't see anyone that he looks at the mirror and sees himself and kind of just does some like little weird twitches in here and there and then he just runs out of the room um, and then we see Jim is running frantically through the house trying to, to find the girls to trying to rescue them um, he goes through one room and there's a army guy in the corner he looks like he might be under I'm not sure but he's out of bullets and then the infectors start pounding on the door and then Jim's like, you know what? I'm just going to leave you here to die. So he hops out the window and runs along the roof line of the building. And then that's when he then hops through this skylight. And then he picks off the uh, cocky army guy. Um, pretty much tackles him. Uh, starts smashing his head into the, the wall. And then they get to the ground. And uh, Jim like top mounts him and literally just takes both his thumbs and rams him right through the guy's eyes eye sockets which it's a gruesome kill but this this good part of the movie it's definitely a good part of the movie and this whole time this is going on selena's just standing in the shadows looking on and she's thinking it's an effect of some sort she doesn't even know if it's jim or not um but yeah she sees that happening and then jim stands up and they're kind of staring at each other and then she i think grabs her machete and it's like ready to swing at him and then once he comes into the light she stops she pauses and he's like, well, that was more than half a second. Because her rule is she won't waste half a second to kill someone. Doesn't matter who it is, but she'll kill him. But then they're all happy to see each other. And, you know, they're kissing and making out. And then we see the door slowly open. And it's actually Hannah sneaking into the room. And she wails Jim in the back of the head with a glass bottle. Because uh, she thought Jim was eating uh, Selena's face off. And Jim just looks at her and he's like, are you stoned? Just instantly knows how stoned she is. Um, then the three of them run out of the building and are heading to the taxi to use that as, uh, escape route and come to find out they open the back door and Major West is sitting in the back door or sitting on the back seat and he's not happy at all. And he's like to Jim, you killed my men, so now I'm going to kill you. So he shoots Jim right in the stomach and then Hannah's already inside of the taxi. So I'm not sure how she didn't see him sitting there. But she's all pissed off about what just happened. So she puts the taxi in reverse and drives it right over to the front door of the house. And the zombies are coming towards the front door. And they rip uh, West right out the back window. And needless to say, he's dead now. So then Hannah drives back over to Selena and Jim. And they get Jim's body into the car. And they're heading down the driveway. Kind of find out the gate's locked. So Jim's just like, just nail it. And next we see this little quick montage of them in a hospital pushing uh, Jim on a, a gurney. Uh, and, the t you know, Selena's yelling at him to breathe. And next thing we know, he's waking up in a bed with the sun coming through. And it's uh, another 28 days later now. And uh, at this, yeah, at this point, it's already been another 28 days later. And Jim looks like he's doing okay. It might not be the first time that he's waking up. It looks like he might be might be used to that area because he's like oh she took the the curtains as well because the whole time they're using all the fabric they got to make a giant sign on the grass that says hello because apparently it sounds like there's a a plane that flies overhead every now and then so they're trying to let the plane know that there's you know people alive inside and uh yeah 
the, the jet flies over with them just finishing off the last letter in hello. And uh, that's how the movie ends. It's a good movie. I know the army, the army part is not really my favorite. I love the movie up until that point. And then it kind of fizzles out for me a little bit. And then once they finally escape, it, it picks me up again. Uh, I do enjoy it a lot. Um, out of 10, I would give it a solid 8. I think an 8 is a good score. I, I think I can be happy with an 8. Um, it's definitely a different take on the zombie infected. And I think it's, I think it's a good movie overall. Um, pacing is good. The music and soundtrack, the atmosphere that it gives is definitely wonderful. And if you guys haven't checked it out, I would definitely highly, highly recommend you check it out. I don't think you'd be uh, disappointed. I know zombie movies are a real hit and miss lately, but I think you guys would definitely enjoy this one. Um, so which uh, brings us to our option of what we're going to watch next. And, uh, you know, that's a really good question. Uh, I'm going to have to take a look at my list quickly here and figure out what we have watched and haven't watched already. But off the top of my head, uh, I think the next movie we are going to watch is actually going to be uh, The Reanimator. I don't think I've reviewed that one yet. Um, if I have, I'll pick something else. But yeah, for right now, we're going to do The Reanimator. Uh, Herbert West. Herbert West. Well, I think it's going to be a fun one. Um, I enjoy it. It's a good movie. Uh, I definitely highly recommend that one as well. But uh, we'll get into that movie on the next episode. So if you guys enjoyed it, um, as always, make sure to follow me on all social medias at, at Typhonstein. Uh, I'll have the links down in my bio below or description below. Um, but yeah, I'll leave the link tree link. That way you can find links to my Instagram, my Twitter, my Facebook art page, my Twitch, my YouTube channel. Pretty much everything and anything that you want to wanna see. Because um, I'm doing artwork almost daily. Uh, doing two to three YouTube videos a week. Uh, doing the weekly podcast. And we'll hopefully get some more content out to you guys soon. So until next time, I will talk to you guys all later. Peace. <laughs>